Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our King, Mashiach Yeshua, our Messiah Jesus. He said to watch therefore and be ready. The signs are all around us. Messiah is coming. Are you getting ready? I'm here in his city, the city of the great king. My name is Dove Schwartz, proclaiming from Jerusalem today that King Jesus is coming. And we have a special guest on the program today. Oh, I'm so thankful to be sitting with such a sister in the Lord who is doing such kingdom work. She is responsible for an urgent kingdom matter saving babies from abortion in the Holy Land. Let's have a word of prayer and ask for the Lord's blessing on this special edition of Watch Therefore. O Holy Father in Heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for your kindness, goodness, richness, and love. Thank you for our special guest on the program today, and thank you for our special listeners. May we have a sweet fellowship in Messiah Jesus and even hear some of our assignments from your throne in this hour. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the special guest I was talking to you about is the director of Biad Chaim, which means pro-life, here in Israel. Israel pro-life. Her name is Sandy Shoshani. She's a special friend. She's been a guest on the program many times, and I'm so thankful to be here in Jerusalem with Sandy once again today. Sandy, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Dove. We are um, so thankful for you doing this special kingdom work. The best case scenario would be that there would be no need for it. But sadly, there is, and tragically, there is. So what I'd like you to do, Sandy, um, of course, you've been on the program many times, but I'd like you, I'm just going to hand the mic off to you, and I'd like you to share with our listeners, maybe who have, who have never heard you before, this is our first time, share with them um, who you are, what you're doing, why you're doing it, and anything else that's on your heart today. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Hi, if you're listening, I welcome you to hear about life here in Israel a little bit. Our lives can be kind of complicated, you know, with the, with the terrorism and the uh, finances. Life is not so simple. But I want to tell you something. No matter how many problems a person has in his life, and as one of my clients just said, we've got plenty. It doesn't matter. A baby's always going to be a gift. A baby is always going to bring a new smile and new hope to that mother. It doesn't really matter what your situation is. And let me say something else, that your problems are going to come, your problems are going to go. Your money's going to come, your money's going to go. Your relationships are going to come, your, money's, your relationships go. But that baby, when you're pregnant, is not going to come back. That baby, you got to make the right choice at the right moment. Now is the time. If you're hesitating, I just want to say... I feel like saying to you, sweetheart, listen, if you're hesitating right now and you're pregnant, this is your moment to decide for life for that child. You're not going to look back. I promise you, I've seen hundreds and hundreds of women who held babies in their arms and said, we were about to have an abortion and we didn't do it. And we are so sorry that we even ever thought about that. Never have they said to me, I'm sorry I had this child. Never, ever. But how many women have said to me, I'm so sorry I had an abortion. This morning... We had a post-abortion syndrome group here in the office. We do this every week to help women who are suffering from abortion. And our topic is, are you hurting? 
Are you ashamed? Are you guilty? Are you hiding it? Are you still angry at the people who ha- caused you to have the abortion? Have you been able to let go? And you know why we need to let go of those abortion experiences and the people have hurt us, not because of them. They're wherever they are in their lives. We need to let go for us so we can be free, so we can be, again, the person that God wants us to be. And you and your baby have been created to be the person God wants you to be. And you need to be able to walk in that fully and wholeheartedly. Um, Ba'ad Chaim, the organization that I am thankfully the director of, is a national pro-life organization. Almost all of our funds go to saving lives. We have offices in 12 different cities up and down the north and south of Israel on the coast. We want to be available for every woman who's in crisis pregnancy. And the primary way that we help her is two. We give hope for her and the baby by providing practical and emotional needs. We have um, a practical help called Operation Moses. It's a program that provides everything the mother needs for a full year. She gets right before the birth the bed, the stroller, the bathtub, the baby sheets and bumper. And then every month until the baby's first birthday, she gets um, a provision of diapers and baby formula, whatever she needs, so that she doesn't have to feel second class. She doesn't have to feel poor when she has this child. She can provide everything she needs for her baby for a year because we're giving it. And so many moms come to me and say, I just can't do it. I just can't make it. I mean, listen, a bag of diapers here in Israel is about $30. Uh, No, I take that back. I take that back $10, but it's about $30 a month. It's a lot of money for her. If her income, let's say her income is only about $1,000 a month, she's got a lot of money. She's not going to manage very well, and she needs some more help. She needs practical help for her baby. So we give her what she needs for every year for her baby. We want to help her. We want to make a difference. So beyond that practical help, of course, we have all these really terrific counselors, many of whom have had abortions, and they're standing with the mom. They basically become her closest ally, buddy, friend, and they're there to hear her, to listen to her, to talk to her on the phone when she has needs. You know, we can't solve her problems, but we can help her to solve her problems. We can be there as a support. We can encourage her. And if her problem is buying the diapers every month, then we can't solve that problem. That's a simple problem. If her problem is that she hasn't got anybody in the world who cares for her, we can try to solve that problem. I mean, I can't do everything, but we can be there to help and to love. And like I said, you know, most people, most of the people who have abortions are doing it because they feel either alone, they feel nobody else takes any concern, nobody interest, and we can take interest. Or they feel they really can't sincerely afford the baby, and then we do that too. So there really isn't much reason left to have an abortion. And let me say this. If you're ashamed of being pregnant out of wedlock, you know, there's a slogan here in Israel that it's, it's easy to do the abortion, but it's hard to live with afterwards. And so if you're ashamed of being pregnant, I just want to urge you to think about this. Maybe for temporarily you're ashamed, but people get used to you having a baby. People really will get used to it. But after the abortion, How will you feel when you look at other pregnant women, when you see other people with babies? If you yourself in years to come are not able to get pregnant for whatever reason, or if you have another child and you see the older son, then you say, oh my Lord of heaven, what have I done to the other baby? Consider your heart now. Don't make a rash decision. We had a woman in her once, an ultra-Orthodox woman, and she was pregnant. And she was working with other Orthodox women. And she said to me, you know what? They're going to mock me for a while. They're going to talk behind my back. But you know what? They don't have to live with the abortion. I do. 
And I am the one who I'm going to choose and live with this decision. And so she chose life and she said, they're going to get used to it. And you know what? They did. They got used to it, okay? She's the one they talked about for a few months, and she had her baby, and they all said, how cute. And everybody got used to it. And she's the one with the gift, the baby. Sandy, thank you so much for not only speaking to the, the people uh, about Israel, but directly to the people who are listening today. Such a great blessing. And um, it's true. There are many who have such great advice, they think, for us. But we are the ones, when we make decisions, who have to live with the consequences. That's right. And they don't have to. They have great advice, but it's not really such good advice at all. Uh, and, and, and the best advice is choose life. Choose life. Hallelujah. You know, we're talking about life, and you mentioned I'm talking to the people listening. I just felt in my heart to do that. But, of course, here in Israel, I think you know the news. I don't think you hear enough of the news, but... The news in reality here is that almost daily, we have a teenager, a child, maybe a 13-year-old, 15-year-old, stabbing another young Israeli. They're stabbing our soldiers at our bus stops. They're stabbing us at train stations. I said that with a broken heart. But I also know that Mother Teresa said something very wise. She said that if we're killing our own children, why should we be surprised when the enemy is killing our children? And perhaps you've heard me say that, but... It's so strong in my heart that the Bible promises to protect us, especially in this land. God has brought us back as a nation of Israel to this land after thousands of years away because of his faithfulness to the word of God. He promised that he would give us exile as a result of shedding innocent blood, and he promised because of his name that he would bring us back. And though we are unfaithful, he is faithful. If God said, I'm going to bring you back, no matter how we behave, he's going to bring us back. And he brought us back. And I can tell you that in this office, we have people working here today from South America, from Argentina, from from Russia, from born, native-born Israelis, from, you know, from Poland, from Czechoslovakia, from all over the world, from America as myself, all over the world, South Africa, um, New Zealand. We have people all over the world here in this office working. Why? Because God is the one who gathers in the exiles from the nations and brings them back. So he's done that because he's faithful, but he wants to give us new hearts. He wants to give us hearts of flesh, not hearts of stone. And this nation today, I... I I experience it and I grieve over it. We still have hearts of stone. We're hard-hearted toward our children. Fathers don't really care about the women or the children. I'm not saying all. I'm saying those whom we see who consider abortion. And God wants to give us hearts of flesh again. God wants to soften us and say, I want to heal you from the abortions and the innocent blood being shed. You know, um, God doesn't want us to shed innocent blood. He wants to be able to bless our land and bless our lives. When an individual has an abortion, the curse of that death is on the individual. When a nation pays for the abortions, as we do here in Israel, I would say our government is paying for about 20,000 abortions a year, and then there's another 20 or 30,000 illegal abortions, meaning the government doesn't have records of it. That means probably that all told we have either every fourth or fifth pregnancy is an abortion in this land. And that is bringing a national, what shall I say, the days of trouble. The days of trouble are upon us. Uh, Sandy, what you're saying is is literally and accurately biblical. Uh, the Bible is very clear about these things, and I'm going to go into that after this break. I'm going to uh, break that down for just a second and hand the mic back to you. For people who are hearing this program, I pray your heart is being stirred. I pray, like Jeremiah, that your your head, you're praying that your head would become waters and your eyes a fountain of tears for the slain of the precious ones here in the land of Israel. 
uh, because that's Abba's heart. That's Abba's heart. If, if the love of Abba is in your heart, if you're abiding in Messiah Yeshua, then your heart is breaking for all babies who are being killed, about 46 million every year in the world today, but especially here in the land of Israel. So we have this ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, and a big portion of the monthly resources that are given to Blessing Israeli Believers comes right here to Biad Chaim. We also have Biad, uh, we have our uh, Blessing Israeli Believers Pro-Life. You can send direct designated gifts to BIB, uh, to here at B.I.B. through B.I.B. Pro-Life. So go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. You'll have a, there, we have a special place on our website for Sandy and the work here across the land of Israel. And we encourage you to prayerfully consider financially sponsoring this special work here in the land of Israel, along with our other work through Blessing Israeli Believers. We also have our Israel tour and um, I'm going to ask Sandy to talk about that for a moment, invite you all here for that special tour. We're going to work something out where Sandy will get to meet the tour. Uh, but first, uh, I want to I mention this. The Bible is very clear. I teach Bible prophecy. You hear John McTurnan, our co-host on the program, teaching it, that the Lord would bring the Jewish people back to the land unbelieving, but that he would leave a seed, a very small number, that believe in Messiah Yeshua at the time that he does that. And so that's what we have here. Sandy and the work here is part of that seed that is preserving the land and people of Israel from becoming like Sodom and Gomorrah. It is a land, there's great sin, there's great trouble here. It's leading to the time of Jacob's trouble that Sandy was just mentioning. And, and what we can do uh, as believers in Messiah Yeshua is we can hold up her arms and the arms of those who are believers here in the land who are doing such great work such prophetic biblical work just before the return of Messiah Yeshua. That's why we have a program called Watch Therefore. So um, I encourage you to really partner and, and to get involved. You can get on our monthly newsletter uh, at the website, blessingisraelibelievers.com. And we also have our website, watchtherefore.tv, with lots of good information on it, too. Now, having said that, Sandy, would you please share your thoughts of why it would be important for someone to join our tour uh, and, and to come and meet you um, at Sukkot uh, here in the land. We haven't talked about this formally. You and I haven't. So we're just going to see where the Lord leads. And then we'll, of course, talk more about the work here. Okay. First of all, I want to say, because I know Dove so well, that you will have really a blast coming to Israel with him. He's a fun, entertaining guy. He knows the Bible really well inside and out, and he loves the land. He lives here now. So if you come on this particular tour, you will see the land from a really amazing biblical perspective. You'll meet some of the people. You'll be able to really finally experience the places where Yeshua walked, Jesus walked, and see those places. And you'll gain such a great insight. For example, I live I live in a city just outside of Jerusalem, between Jerusalem and Jericho called Malay Dumim. And in our city, we, we are right near where there's a, like a kind of a museum for the Good Samaritan. Now, if I didn't live there and know where it was, I wouldn't be able to know the distance between Jericho and Jerusalem. I wouldn't be able to see how it's all deserts and hills. I wouldn't be able to picture the cliff that perhaps those crooks were leaning over when they tried to, when they attacked that guy. You know, what I'm saying is when you come, you see the water of the Sea of Galilee, you can imagine how Peter walked and went in and you can see that it's quiet in the morning and the waves and the 
evening. You can probably go. I'm guessing you're going to go to boat ride on the on the. Yeah, sure. So you are going to have a really fantastic time. You're going to just love it, and it's going to enhance your biblical experience to the hilt. You're going to just know all kinds of things about the Bible and see it with your own eyes. So I urge you to experience it. Plus, I would love to meet you when you come. Shake my hand and say I saw, I heard you on the radio, and you persuaded me to come. I just love to meet you. Thanks. Good stuff. Now, now, Sandy, um, with our listeners, uh, I'd like you to spend uh, the rest of the time um, uh, ministering and, and speaking into their lives what, what the Lord may put on your heart. We know that you're doing this special work here in the land. Um, and I'm going to also save some time for you to pray for our listeners as well. Um, you have such a special anointing uh, to, to touch broken hearts. And, um, and so I'd like you to share with our listeners, uh, some things that, that you've been sharing and seeing the Lord work in hearts in the lives and minds of people here in the land. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to share a couple of stories because I've been so encouraged this week. Um, if you are, if you are struggling with any situation, I began this interview today by saying that really there's no problem. that's too big. That gift that God has given to that child is going to be able to really, uh, what shall I say, it'll be so much more greater, so much better than any of your problems are bad. I, I don't know how to say that in the right way, but you, the baby is such a gift compared to any of your struggles or problems. That baby is going to bring you so much blessing. For example, two and a half years ago, a little 15-year-old came in pregnant, and the government said she shouldn't keep the baby. I mean, the social welfare department, and they wanted to take the baby. And Ba'at Chaim, this organization, said we're going to take... Um, responsibility for this girl. We have housed her for the last two and a half years. At the beginning, she was, a, honestly, she was an immature kid who didn't want to stay home with the baby. She wanted to go out and party. Yesterday, she was in the office. I'm just so thrilled. I was weeping over this one. She is now about to rent her own apartment. The little guy is a year and a half old. He's a beautiful little guy. She's finishing high school. And I said to her, are you going to keep studying when you move into your own apartment? She said, you bet. I wouldn't quit school for anything. I'm going to finish and I want to go on with my education. This kid has turned her life around. Nobody could have believed it. I mean, she grew up in foster homes. She doesn't have any parents. And God, in his mercy, has turned her life around with our love. And, you know, another gal had a handicapped child. And she thought that would be the end of the world. But what has it done? It's brought her to faith in Messiah Yeshua. And it's caused her to walk in a glorious way with faith. Another gal is now in our post abortion course, she didn't even realize having an abortion had hurt her until she started to hang around with me. And then she realized I need healing. And now she's praying, God, restore my relationships. God, I want to care and pray for my estranged father. God, I want to forgive the man who pushed me into that. So, you know, people's lives can be changed. There's nothing that's final except for the death of a person, honestly. And even that, they go to heaven. I mean, we have hope and eternity here. But, you know, there's nothing, no problem that is too big for God. And I, I just want to speak to you now, sister. In your heart and in your body is an instinct to be a mother. Don't ignore that instinct. Don't let the problems cover it up so bad that you really forget what you really want. Because that baby is so precious to you. Just let us peel away or let somebody come and help you. Let God, somebody can help you peel away the layers of problems so that you come to the core of your heart, which is the instinct to be a mom. You know something funny? People who want an abortion come in here and then they say, I stopped smoking or I stopped drinking because I'm pregnant. And I say, why'd you do that? You want an abortion? And they say, right, but I don't know. I just thought I should stop smoking. I tell you, you really in your heart want that baby. Let me just bless you now. 
Lord, we lift up all the people listening right now, whether they be men, women, children, that they would have a passion for life. Because Deuteronomy says, choose life, therefore, that you might be blessed. Choose the blessing. When you choose life for your child or somebody else's child, even when you help somebody else, you are going to be blessed. And, and I just pray now, Lord, give them the courage to defend life. Give them the courage not to fear their troubles. Give them the courage to hold on to you. Just hang on and say, Lord, I'm going to choose life and I'm going to believe for the best. We ask you to bless these people. And if the woman here is listening has had an abortion or the man has had an abortion, cover them, heal them, bring them into a place of safe haven where they can rest from their guilt and shame to get healing in you. Because the love of God is greater than anything. The love of God is able to cover all fear. And the love of God compels us to just keep walking and walking and love others. Amen. Be blessed. Woo! That's good, Sandy. Thank you so much. What a, what a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to have you with us on the program today. And I think our listeners would agree that whether their struggles, problems, or issues have anything to do with abortion or not, the things you've talked about with regard to the love of Abba Father, that, that if he is for us, nothing can be against us and succeed. These principles spill out into every area of this life. And I think we all need to be reminded of that today I needed to be, yeah? And so uh, such such a wonderful blessing to have you on the program today. And I would uh, say to any of our listeners, uh, wouldn't it be great to come to the land here and to experience uh, your time here in Israel? This Blessing Israeli Believers Tour is going to be so special because not only are we going to tour the land of Israel, which would be special in and of itself, uh, but also, we're going to meet people like Sandy and some of our other partners here in the land. Her husband, who is a pastor here in Jerusalem, who's also a guest frequently on the radio program, and some of our other believing partners. And we're going to celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles, Sukkot, here in the land with a festive time. I call it a big Jesus party. So uh, you don't want to miss it. Go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. Sign up for our tour. Sign up for our monthly newsletter. Go to WatchTherefore.tv, our new website for the program, which is up as well. And and uh, also at BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com, uh, you can there find our partners, and you can find out how to financially partner with them. And when you do so, you help keep Watch Therefore on the air. I want to lead our listeners in a prayer also, and we will close the program, O Father in Heaven, in Messiah Yeshua's name. Thank you. Thank you for our special listeners today. Please raise them up to be your kingdom people, investing in your kingdom, because we know, Messiah Yeshua, you're coming soon. And as this earth shakes, and as things become even more difficult and more chaotic, I pray that the order of the kingdom of heaven would be the definition of our lives, that we would walk in you, Messiah Yeshua. Thank you, Father. Amen. Well, great to be with you again today on the program. And until we get together next time, watch therefore, Messiah Yeshua is coming any moment. Thanks for listening today. And please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 
713-624-7588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.